This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, every week at this time, the only place you get to talk to, ask your own question, CSPN's John Clayton. If you want to get in, 786-360-0790. You could also get in your text questions on the Carl Springs Automall Kia text line at 67974. John Clayton, good morning. Good morning. So tonight you get week 14 underway with Chiefs and Raiders. Uh, have you heard from a lot of these, uh, I guess, anonymous coaches who have been uh, upset that you have divisional games, very important late-season games that are being played on short weeks Thursday night football? Oh, yeah, everybody's complaining, but uh, it's been that way now for the last couple of years, and the reason that they have the divisional game is, one, they think that there's a rivalry that's existing. In some cases, you got bad divisional games. In this case, it's a great divisional game, but it's a lot easier to prepare for because you play two times a year, so there's you only have like one half of a practice to be able to get ready. So the thought was, when they started to put these together, have these divisional games because at least it gives the coaches a chance to at least mentally to get teams ready a lot faster but now the problem is when you come on such short notice the physical part of it just is not there because you don't have enough time for the bodies to recover from the previous Sunday so it's not as much the divisional games as a matter of finding the right games that can be attractive and also then trying to maybe in the future figure out some ways that uh, you can maybe stretch some things and get some bye weeks in there and all that. Now was there any truth to the rumors last week that the NFL may be considering dumping Thursday night? No. Too much money. I mean, that would, that would be saying, okay, owners are going to dump money, and they're not going to do it. Jerry Jones, I think, even came out very strong and said that will not happen, and you can understand why, because you know, ultimately what they're trying to do is make this a billion-dollar entity, and it's not there yet. You have to, I mean, it's getting some good games, but not a lot of good games, but will they dump it? I mean, it's getting some good games, but not a lot of good games, but will they dump it no they may revise it and i think they have to do some revisions but dump it that will not happen romberg i don't know if you saw this we didn't mention this yet on the show today i meant to bring it up earlier and of course i want john to chime in as well but did you see how uh todd bowles coach of the jets how he announced to the media first about ryan fitzpatrick's benching before he, yeah, he didn't notify he didn't notify ryan john that's rough mm-hmm. and i think he even admitted that uh it was a mistake. I mean, he fessed up to it, and that's the wrong way to do it, too. I think it went more than a day before he physically talked. That, that's a tough— Again. Uh-huh, yeah, and that's uh, that, that's a tough— Again. Uh-huh, yeah, and that's uh, that, that's a tough thing, and that's not the right way to handle it. And now you've got both papers in New York calling for Todd Bowles firing, even though he won 10 games last year. 
I think that you can see that there's players on that team that aren't into the game. They've kind of mentally checked out. I think that's very noticeable on the field. I mean, Todd Bowles has a mess right now. And uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick with his holdout, which was a very strange, bad holdout. I mean, he, he looks pretty bad in the process himself because he holds out hoping for a one-year deal. And if he had a two-year deal, the way that he's played this year, it would be a one-year deal because he would be cut. Which coaches are, again, if you want to get in for John Clayton, he takes your, your calls, your questions next segment, 786-360-0790. Which coaches are coaching for their jobs the final few weeks? Uh, certainly, I, I don't know you can say if Gus Bradley in Jacksonville is coaching for his job because it looks pretty evident that he's not going to be back next year because of the way that the t- season has gone. In San Diego, Mike McCoy is probably coaching for his job. Looks like John Fox is going to be safe in Chicago. I think you can... You know, there's a couple coaches that have health issues, like Bruce Arians, who's not coaching for his job. It's just a matter, is he going to be healthy enough to be able to continue doing his job? Same thing, uh, Ubiak, who's really coached so well. And then, uh, you know, I think he probably, you know, I think Chuck Pagano is coaching for his job. But I think the fact that they're 6-6 and and back in the playoff hunt, I think he's going to be safe. Mike Malarkey at 6-6 and is probably going to be safe. What about Marvin Lewis? Because... They're they're looking pretty t- job necessary. Probably is because they're they're looking pretty terrible. Problem with uh, you know firing him. Mike Brown's very loyal and may or may not do it. But I think it's safe to say he's doing it. You know Chip Kelly. I guess you can not going to go back to. I, I can't imagine a change there. And it looks like he's definitely not going to go back to college. But you know he's a little bit in jeopardy, no doubt. In vary that number this year, it's probably going to end up being seven. And I don't know if they're going to vary that number this year. It's probably Probably going to end up being seven. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, big game this week, Sunday Night Football, Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants. I, I mean, you look at it and you say, hey, uh, you know, Dallas, they, they've been world beaters, okay? They've won some close games, but 11-1, and one, they're obviously one of the, just a couple of great teams in the league so far. But, I mean, are we to believe that they're going to go 15-1 and one this season? No, because I think that you can see they have a couple tough games going over, but they're going to win the number one seed. They're going to be home field advantage through the playoffs, and they'll clinch that within the next two weeks. If they, particularly if they win this week, there's a chance they can clinch it this week. But uh, you can see they're suspect on defense. They're very good on offense with Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, but you know, in the end, they still have a couple games down the stretch, particularly division games that could give them trouble. They have a big Monday night game coming up against Detroit that might be a little bit difficult. And at some point, they'll probably start shutting things down. But they've been able to run the schedule. It's been very favorable because you look and you see that all the teams that they play from the north, uh, from the north, they've been able to beat just like everybody else in the division. And that's why there's a possibility that there could be three NFC East teams in the playoffs. Dolphins and Cardinals this weekend. The Dolphins uh, get trounced by Baltimore last weekend. Give us some thoughts here on the Dolphins this weekend. Well, you know, and that's that's why when everybody, because remember, we had talked about it before they started going on that winning streak, that there was going to be a stretch where there were so many winnable games, and all of a sudden Baltimore came with, with a reality. It's a winning team with a good defense, and all of a sudden it turned into a blowout. So now it's a matter of, you know, checking to see how the psyche of this team is going to be after that game. But I think that you can see that uh, they're still in the playoff hunt. The game itself, I mean, uh, I think it's certainly winnable. I mean, you know, they got to definitely play better on defense because they didn't hardly play at all. So at least the energy should be there. But overall, it's, uh, you know, it's one where I think you just write it off and then try to bounce back. All right, let's get in your questions here for John Clayton. The professor answers your calls, your questions. The only place you get to do that here every week at this time, 786-360-0790. You could also text in your questions on the Coral Springs Automall Kia text line 67974. 
Cam Newton, Ron Rivera in Carolina. Uh, are, are we to believe that if this incident took place last season when the team was a Super Bowl contender, that Cam Newton's getting benched for the first series? I see. I'm, I'm struggling to really see there has to be more to this story than just him not wearing a tie. Now, one of the things that's starting to come out in the last day or so is that uh, Ron Rivera mentioned and strongly said to uh, Cam, hey, make sure you got a tie for tomorrow, and it's almost as if he refused. And if that's going to be the case, I can understand it. But just the idea that one of the players that probably invest more in clothes than any other player that you know. Cam Newton's always dressed, dressed meticulously. You may not like some of his outfits, but he puts a lot of money into it. I mean, just to say that you know, a tie incident should cost him a starting job for a day or one play or even one series, I think there's more to it. So it seems like there's a defiance there with Cam Newton, and that, to me, could be a problem. Uh, and right now I think there's got to be more issues than just a tie because uh, this team has fallen down, and Cam Newton right now seems to be a little more defiant than I think people want to admit. Do you like his outfits? Not really. No. I mean, some of them I like. I mean, but it's like I, the ones that I don't like is kind of the, the, the sweaters, kind of the, the bright blue and teal colored sweaters. I mean, they're, they're a little bit too much, but I give him credit because, I mean, he puts a lot into his wardrobe, and now I guess he even has his own line of clothes. But overall, just not your style. That's the, the, hats, no, no. the hats have to go. Yeah, the hat's got to go. I mean, some of them okay, but it's like uh, – actually, the funny part is the outfit that he wore on Sunday in the Seattle game, I, I kind of liked. I mean, the turtleneck and all that, that looked good. I was wondering, do you lay out your clothes? You know, you do a little travel weekend. You lay out your clothes on the bed for sure, right? No, I just put them in a the bag and then grab them out. No, no premeditated, nothing? No. Because you know anything that's in your wardrobe, anything in your closet looks good on you. It's good. It's just good. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, just you know, you throw it in the bag, and then you pick it up, and then you wear it. I like it. All right. Getting your questions now, 786-360-0790. John, hang on, and we'll get the uh, listeners in for you, all right? Okay, sounds good. All right. Every week, John Clayton, he answers all of your questions. Week 14, underway tonight. We hear from you next. Ah, I see what you did there. Soundgarden, Soundgarden. That's a good tie-in. Okay, we got Fort Rock. Monster Energy Fort Rock returns for two days in 2017 at JetBlue Park for its fifth year anniversary. It sold out last year. South Florida's biggest rock and roll getaway. It's going to take place April 29 and 30. You got specially priced tickets, VIP packages available, hotel packages. Go to the Monster Energy Fort Rock website. Fans are encouraged to buy early and save, but right now, for call number five in the contest line, 786-534-0790. We're going to hook you up. We're going to send you to Fort Rock. We're going to get you a pair of tickets. So, again, the Monster Energy Fort Rock returns on April 29th and 30th. John Clayton here with us every week at this time. He takes your calls, your questions now, 786-360-0790. That was Soundgarden right there, John. Are you a Soundgarden fan? You're in Seattle. You oh, have absolutely. To be. You have legends. to be. They're legends. Have you ever seen them perform? Uh, no. Maybe on television, but not in live. Have you ever met any of the guys? you ever run into any of them there in Seattle? I have not, no. How about, I don't how get about, out much. Yeah, what about back in the day, like the <laughs> Alice in Chains, the Nirvanas, all of that crew, the grunge crew? Have you ever met any of those guys at like a Starbucks or anything like that? Uh, a couple, yeah, but uh, not, you know, that's the thing. I don't get out much. That's one of the nice parts. It's like, I guess I, you like to be able to get out a lot, but I just sit here yeah. doing all my work. When you uh, when when you do see them and they recognize you, of course, because you're John Clayton. Do they ask? Uh, do they ask you to take out your ponytail? They do. Yeah. And they, you, they have to check first to see about the ponytail. I say, hey, you got it. And I said, yeah, it's tucked in. Uh, uh, do do you oblige? Will you take it out and show them? 
Uh, of course. We're talking well, about they, the they got to find right? it first. I mean, they, they always got to keep guessing. I mean, because, again, the, the key is you got to be able to tuck it in and hide it. Excellent. Excellent job. All right. Let's get in some questions here for the professor. We'll start out with a couple of the text questions. Six, seven, nine, seven, four. John, honestly, do you think the Dolphins will make the postseason? I think it's going to be difficult. A lot. In fact, the you got to follow the Denver Broncos because the Denver Broncos carry the key to see if the Dolphins are going to make the playoffs because they're the ones that set the standard as far as wins. I think it's pretty safe to say you know Kansas City and Oakland are pretty much going to be probably 11 wins. You know Denver right now is struggling, and if they lose another game or two, that opens up the possibility of a nine-win uh, second place as far as the second seed. Uh, the sixth seed totally, and so if that's the case, then they have a chance to maybe do it at nine. If Denver does get a couple more wins and get to ten, then it's not going to happen. So I think the Dolphins can do it. Obviously, the big game in a week or so is going to be that Buffalo game to see if they do have that chance. But uh, you know, a, a nine-win Denver team opens up the possibility, and then you start exploring the tie, the tiebreakers. John, what do you think the future of Mike Pouncey is in the NFL? We get the sense that the that his career is over with the Dolphins not because he's not great he is but because he can't stay healthy yeah I think that's a big question and I think that uh, with that hip injury and all the other injuries he's had and I think you can hear even in his voice there's a concern and that would be a huge loss because you know the problems that this team has had keeping offensive linemen healthy trying to keep that group together and then to lose you know arguably their best lineman uh, either because this injuries has now caused him to a point where they have to let him go or he's going to be I guess questionable as far as how long he can play that would be a big loss but yeah the vibe does not seem to be very good what about the sports hernia surgery going on right now in new york with jpp what does that do to the giants defense kills him i mean because if you go back to last year one of the big problems that they had is that they didn't have a pass rush and that's why they lost a lot of closed games then they go back and they get olivier vernon he comes up has eight sacks gets plenty of pressures does such a great job and it's like okay now they're right with jpp on one side olivier vernon on the other now you take away jpp that means double team on olivier vernon and so his sack number is going to drop that's going to hurt them in the fourth quarter devastating loss but you know that once you go the, the doctor in philadelphia he went to is pretty predictable i mean you know it's, it was a sports hernia which of course uh, now is called core injuries most of the core doctors don't do surgery the doctor in philly does the surgery so if you go to him you know there's a very reasonable chance there's going to be an operation uh, he had it and now it looks like his season is done all right let's get to a few calls here for john let's start with ariel go ahead with your question for john clayton hey john good morning uh julio jones terpso uh, should my fantasy team be worried? I mean, should the Falcons be worried? <laughs> I don't think so because, I mean, he's able to be so tough and play with injuries. Uh, you know, I think he'll be able to battle through it. I mean, he's been such a – I mean, he's been the best receiver this year. For the last couple of years, it's been Antonio Brown from the Pittsburgh Steelers who's been phenomenal. But I think you can see Julio has really taken to his game to another level. I think that the offensive coordinator, Kyle Shanahan, has done a great job of dialing up the plays. So, no, I don't think I'd be worried. Good recovery there by Ariel. Oh, smooth. Uh, well, he's more concerned with the Falcons, how it affects them, <laughs> yeah, than his fantasy yeah. team. That's a, a good recovery. Here is here is Brian. Brian, go ahead with your question for John Clayton. Yeah, hey, John. Uh, quick question. My daughter brought home her new boyfriend, and uh, this guy's short, ugly, and named Umbi. What do I do to stop this? Well, it is, I mean, how much does uh, she like him? I mean, it's like uh, you probably can't. That's good, but it's like uh, I think, you know, 
give him time. I mean, it's like, hey, how ugly is he, by the way? Uh, well, he's he's already gone, but that that's yeah. a question that John Clay w- would want to know. That that yeah. would determine yeah, there's different degrees. Of yeah, different degrees. I mean, yeah. let's put it this way: it be remember, it's like the uh, ugly to the father is not going to be ugly to the daughter. That's the true. Correct. Making the judgment. And and and, and can't, case being is like we were talking about earlier this morning, John. That. Really good-looking people have a tendency to like breed not so good-looking kids. So we're dealing with like maybe an awful-looking person mixed with a little bit of a good-looking person. They breed some really nice-looking kids. Like you can still have cute grandbabies. Yeah, you even. can still have cute grandbabies. There you go. Okay. <laughs> here is uh, here is James. James, go ahead with your question for John. James, turn off your radio. Hello. Turn off your radio, James. There you go. Yes, sir. Uh, hey, John, what do you think about my Steelers? Uh, can they still make it to the postseason? Oh, absolutely. I still think they're the favorites in the division. It's a matter they just can't stumble. They can't lose a game to Buffalo. They've got to be able to go on the road and win. But I still think they have the best chance. They still have the better offense in Baltimore. And remember what's going to be in their advantage is that they get Baltimore at home. They win that game. They're still going to be in good shape. Now, the question is going to be, do they go in at nine wins, which puts them as a number four seed? Uh, very likely. But I think the Steelers are going to win the division. They're getting a little bit younger and a little bit better on defense. John, big Lions fan here on the text line. He's concerned about the schedule finishing out the season. Can you make him feel better about it? Well, I can make you feel better. It's like, yeah, you should be concerned about the schedule, but the fact that the team is 8-4 and four and has the ability to lose a game or two and still win the division, that's the best part. I mean, the games coming up against the Giants and, of course, the Dallas Cowboys are going to be critical. It is a very good chance they could lose two, but I think 10 wins gets that division. I mean, you know Chicago's this week. There's no worry about that. That gets to nine, so it's just a matter of getting one more win in the last three weeks, and I think you'll feel better about that. Gronkowski's done, obviously, for the season with New England. Does that legitimately open the door for other teams in the postseason? Uh, It opens the door for a possible, you know, a team that maybe can go into New England and get a victory in the playoffs. I I still think, you know, Oakland right now has the tiebreaker for home field, but they have a much tougher schedule than New England. I still think New England's going to get the number one seed. I mean, you take away Gronk, that's about six, seven points a game out of their offense, but remember, with Tom Brady, they can score over 30 points. So, no, I think they can still be able to win it. It's just going to be a little bit more difficult. Coming down to the end of the year when the, the Patriots come into town or we play the Patriots, do we see Tom Brady sitting the bench? Uh, is that and then is that the last week of the season? Probably a decent chance because yeah. I think they'll have everything wrapped up. Yeah, I think there's a decent chance that Jimmy Garoppolo may be playing that game because they'll give him the rest, try to make sure that He's ready for the playoffs. I know that he'll have the bye week, so that'll be almost two weeks to get ready. But remember, he's had a knee injury that's been bothering him the last several weeks. Hasn't kept him out of the game, but I think they'll definitely try to rest him if they got everything clinched. Where are you this weekend, John? I'm going to be in Tennessee for the Denver Bronco game. All right, that's a pretty good game right there. I think the Broncos have as difficult a schedule to finish out the final four games as anyone in the league. And that's good for Miami. Yeah. Uh, Great job, John. Thanks a lot. Hey, thank you. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.